Living the Truth is a podcast for creative humans who don't like to fit in a box, who have multiple passions to follow, who are curious and eager to forge their own path in their own unique, messy, and human way, who are ready to make things happen on their own terms and in their own time. This is a safe space for honest, deep, and meaningful conversations about living your truth out loud as a creative. Welcome to the second season of the podcast. In this series, I am sharing lessons that I've learned so far in my creative journey. I hope it makes you feel less alone and more hopeful. I hope it inspires you to keep going, keep showing up, and in building a creative work and life practice that works for you. Today, I want to talk to you about a lesson that I keep learning and keep coming back to. It is okay to not have all the answers before we begin or take the next step. This one comes up very often for me and I'm pretty sure it has come up for you in the past or maybe it is something that you are currently struggling with. I've always had this desire to start something of my own that will allow me to have the kind of creative freedom and fulfillment that I desire for my life. After graduation, when I was building my corporate career, I always told myself that I don't have the time or the energy to figure this out for myself. To be really honest, It wasn't a priority for me back then and I didn't know that I was allowed to dream like that or that it was possible for me and that I could go against the should-dos as I was following all the should-dos at that time and at that point in my life. I was in the fight-and-flight mode and the worst part of it all was that back then I didn't know what the dream was for me. Only now, after all these years and after... Dipping my toe and being being in the messy middle, I can say that the dream is to have a creative business alongside a creative practice that would give me the creative fulfillment and freedom. The freedom to design my own days, more time to do the things I love doing, to support my introverted self really, and of course, a financially sustainable one. All that time, I never realized I had the power to change following the should-do's that I always had that power to find out what works for me, to dream and to see what's possible for me. I was a multi-passionate, I'm still, I still am one and I'm pretty sure I will be one in the future as well. I used to think I don't know where to begin and I used to think because I don't know what I want to be doing that somehow means it isn't for me. These are the kind of stories that we tell ourselves. And um, before coming across this term, multi-passionate, I used to think there was something wrong with me, that I lacked the self-discipline or I had commitment issues as I was unable to stick to one thing. I wanted to learn all these different things and I wanted to experiment, explore, but I didn't know where to begin or where to take, which next step to take. So I didn't. I stayed there at that very place for a very long time. It all changed for me when I moved as it felt like a chance to start fresh and be whoever I wanted to be. It felt like a privilege to be able to dream and learn that it is possible for me if I am brave enough to try. Okay, so now I had the dream. I started researching how to make a creative business online as a multi-passionate. I took the next super safe step. I found a course that promised me a successful business as a multi-passionate. I invested in that and 
honestly i ended up presenting it mainly because there were strategies blueprints and formulas and they were not working for me they didn't sit well with my values as a person i'm sure they work for some people but they sure wasn't something uh, that was for me in retrospect i can tell you that at that point i needed to learn to listen to my intuition i needed to learn to trust myself i needed to learn to trust the process i needed to find out what works for me as i was trying to build a business alongside my creative practice making it sustainable business was my dream i needed to cultivate the confidence and courage to keep going even if i didn't know what i was doing because that is how i believe we find our way by engaging with the process by being in that messy middle by no means am i suggesting here that your creative venture is only worthy if you end up monetizing it or earning money from it in some way it could be and that would be nice too but that's not it i am a big believer in doing things just because to enjoy the process and to experiment not every hobby of ours has to turn into a money making machine and i don't believe if it is not making you money you are doing something wrong no i don't believe that and i'm not saying that but that is an important conversation for another day i believe a whole another episode i guess even after researching all the strategies in the world i still wasn't ready to take the next unsafe step to actually put my work out there the good enough version it felt like a good enough version because i didn't have all the answers and and now you can hear the recovering perfectionist in me i was spending countless hours on the internet trying to learn everything i possibly could just to make sure that i knew exactly what i was doing and I wanted to be sure that I've researched enough and learned enough and figured out the exact steps to the whole thing before I even started. As human beings, we have this tendency to lean towards certainty as it feels safe and uh, in the process we forget that things never really are certain. This current global situation around coronavirus pandemic is I believe a great reminder that things are never certain. we don't know what it is going to look like in 6 months time in a month's time or even tomorrow but i don't want to make you feel bad for having this desire for certainty after all it is human to want to have this sense of security i think our cultural and social timelines train us for this we want to do things only when we know exactly which step to take to get where we want to go This is the training I believe our school systems and our cultural timelines give us. You go to school, grade one, take the test, go to grade two, you pass the school, go to college, university, go get a job, and it goes on and on and on. This way of being in the modern society sets the tone for our rest of life afterwards. This makes us feel that things are supposed to be like this, all figured out, a syllabus, a curriculum, everything pre-planned and figured out. talking about this reminded me of the time just after my graduation i'm sure you can relate to this as well soon after i remember feeling lost which way now where to next so lost i remember feeling this way as there was no plan nothing to look forward to or to have an anchor to my days while i was 
waiting for my day job to begin and it felt i don't know uncomfortable really uncomfortable before that i never had that time i always woke up to be somewhere doing something i was supposed to be doing something that was preplanned for me the thing is we feel paralyzed to begin when we think we don't have all the answers we have not figured it all out yet and sometimes we spend uh, a lot of years a whole a lot of years standing at this very place and i guess this episode is me trying to tell you that um it is okay to not stand there and walk the path even if you don't know where you're going you can probably see from my own example that i found myself going around in circles and ending up at this very point too paralyzed to begin because i didn't have all the answers yet if i drill down at the heart of it is almost always the fear of failure i want to know exactly what to do and when to do it so i can be sure that i'm not going to fail if you are anything like me and you find yourself struggling with something similar and you're feeling stuck with your creative projects maybe and you're too scared to pick up because you're uncertain of the future and even though these are the projects that you adore with all your heart and you cannot possibly wait to bring them to life but you're finding yourself in the waiting room this is what i call the waiting room you are looking for assurance that you're not going to fail As I said before, I'm a big believer of experimenting and doing things just because allowing our creativity, our creative work to come to life through us and show us what it is capable of. Okay, so now this is reminding me of Big Magic. In the book Elizabeth Gilbert talks about something about taking the leap and trusting the net will appear but not burning all the bridges behind you. I have put it into practice. and i can tell you from my personal experience that most of the times net appears but sometimes it doesn't but that doesn't mean we stop trying right it is a lot about trusting the process and doing it for the process and i guess learning to love the process even more than the than reaching the final destination your creativity doesn't owe you the success you're dreaming about We also have to be intelligent about taking the leap, keeping in mind that our creativity doesn't owe us the success we are dreaming about. Again, in Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert shared about taking on part-time waitressing jobs while she was working on her on her manuscripts to pay the bills. So I guess the message here is about finding what works for you in your unique circumstances. I have seen so many wonderful humans with amazing ideas and it breaks my heart a little to see them in this waiting room. If you are finding yourself in the waiting room too, this is what I would like to remind you. It is okay to not have all the answers. We never really have all the answers. I hate to break it to you, but we might never will. It is a journey of continuous learning. There is no blueprint. no magic pill or no sure shot formula as much as i'd like to have one or give you one i don't think such things really exist if you are trying to build a creative work in life practice that works for you as a human being you contain multitudes layers and layers we are so similar to each other but we are so different to each other in many ways what works for me might not work for you it is a skill to start to learn to yourself and to trust yourself that the answers you're seeking are all inside of you 
if only you allow yourselves to stand still, still enough that you could hear them. This is what I call learning to listen to your intuition. You have to be willing to figure things out along the way. Not that you're looking for or you need or to look for permission outside of you, but in case it helps, here's my permission slip for you. It is perfectly fine to not have all the answers in front of you before you start. Oftentimes, the best work comes forward when we experiment, when we follow our curiosity, when we give ourselves permission to listen to ourselves, and most importantly, when we create and show up. I'm about to share a product design analogy here, so bear with me. I promise it will make sense. I remember struggling with this idea of letting the process guide you and learning from the process, enjoying the process while I was working on my design projects when I was in college. So we were given a problem that needed solving and we needed to come up with solutions that will help solve that problem for the masses. So you started researching uh, not only on the existing solutions, but also on the possible solutions that you could possibly think of. And you start sketching ideas for those possible solutions. Most of the time, you didn't know what the end product is going to look like. And oftentimes, that blurry vision that you had in the beginning um, wasn't something that actually came to life when you finally were able to solve that problem. The solution you thought will work after all that research and reaching a stage of prototyping most often wasn't working. You had to start all over again from the very first step. But this time, you were better equipped as now you had gained a better understanding of the problem you were trying to solve in the first place. And now using the knowledge of on-hand experience of what's not working. It was all trial and error. By going through that process, that process of trial and error, you finally were able to land on something that did serve the purpose, that did solve that problem for masses. So do you see what I'm getting at? It is okay. In fact, an important part of the process that you don't have all the answers in front of you. It needs you to not have all the answers in place. It needs your understanding of the problem you're trying to solve. And that understanding comes from you actually trying to solve that problem in real time. I hope that makes sense. This exact same phenomenon applies to life and to any creative venture. Oftentimes we do not have all the answers but we do have a feeling of what's not working and could use a little change. You might not know for sure how you can make it work but you start by trying out different possibilities and hopefully find something that works for you. I'd encourage you to let the process guide you towards the clarity you are aching for as that clarity of thought comes with you walking that path and struggling your way out of that mess. It requires courage to show up and walk that path of discovery. Instead of a well thought out or figured out path, how about you think of it as a path of discovery? How about you give yourself permission to begin anyway? experiment and figure it out as you go. Sometimes it is going to be easy and other times it is going to be very hard, but that's part of the process, right? I know it is easier said than done, but the process is where the magic happens. Okay, so now let's tackle another big question that comes up. If you are 
finding yourself saying, but I don't know what I, re what I really want. I don't know what that dream is for me yet. Which way to go? Where to next? I'd say you are on a path of discovery. Keep an open mind and explore. Maybe start with what you don't want. Whenever I find myself in decision paralysis and chaos like that, I try the method of intentional subtraction. It's where I collect information and keep subtracting what I know I don't want for sure. So it helps me narrowing down. I remind myself that I'm one step closer to what I really want and try, and try it for yourself and see if it works for you too. What you don't want will bring you much closer to what you really want. It sounds counterintuitive, doesn't it? But it works very well for me. In the end, I want to say start somewhere small and keep going and keep exploring. Enjoy the ride while you're at it. In the end, I want to share a few action steps that I recommend and would like to encourage you to take. Drill down and figure out what's really stopping you from taking action. Is it fear? Fear of failure? Fear of rejection? Fear of the unknown? Or was what is it? Give it a name and call it by its name. And acknowledge its presence. There is something wonderful that happens when we call it by its name. It loses its power over us. We are able to separate ourselves from it. Which makes it so much easier to find ways around it. And to show up despite feeling afraid because it no longer remains a story about us. Okay, and then write yourself a permission slip to try and figure it out along the way. And uh, my last recommendation for you is to listen back to the episode with Julia, where we talked about figuring things out as we go. And I'm sure you'll be able to find some comfort and inspiration in that. It was the fourth episode of season one. And if you'd like to listen more about my own story of navigating the messy middle and finding what works for me, listen to the very first episode of the podcast. And yeah, this is it for today. If you have a question that you would like me to answer in this second season, come on over at Instagram and send me a DM. I'm at Hira, S-M-F-H-I-R-A-S-A-H-N-E-T. And do you have a friend who might need to listen to this episode? Please share the link with them. And if you really enjoyed this episode, share it in your stories and I'd love to hear your thoughts. And until next time, I hope you keep working towards building a creative work and life practice that works for you.